0: My cats are my whole (laughs) personality. Cats. Um. (laughs) were my three personality traits? (laughs) Your, are cats, just cats? Cats. Okay, yours would be cats, um, uh, like, um. I guess I would say, like, psychology Mm -hmm. would be why not, because I'm encompassing the whole I'm going to grad school and I'm interested in sex therapy one. Cats and sex are two personality traits. (laughs) Terrible couple there. Not together. (laughs) No! God, oh my God! (laughs) Okay. Start every episode like that Amazing. now. Amazing. Great. Spray and clap. <laughs> Hello, Hello to the singular person listening to this. I'm Taylor. And I'm Becca. And we're socially awkward. Yeah, we oh yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started this off by and clapping. Of course we are. That's so good. Oh my god. Oh my god. So today we have picked out two topics from the jar, because what usually happens is we talk about one, and then we're like, okay, well, I'm out of things to say about this. What do we do now? So we picked two. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And, um, Taylor picked out trauma. Yeah, dealing with trauma. Dealing with trauma. And I picked out the audacity of straight people. (laughs) I saw a TikTok that was, like, um, this guy was, like, crying. And he was, like, I'm done hanging out with straight people. First of all, they're not even fun. (laughs) First of all, they're not even fun in the video. It was incredible. No, that's amazing. All right. What do you want to talk about first? Um, I mean, we're already talking about the audacity. It's great people. So okay. Just let's talk about that. Um, we, oh, shoot. I was going to say something. I don't know what it was. Um, so I'm, I'm going to a wedding this weekend. Mm-hmm. It is my brother's wedding and I'm very excited for them. Um, he is straight. He is marrying um, a straight woman. And, um, I'm not in the wedding, but I'm, like, I'm adjacent to the wedding. Does that make sense? <laughs> Jason <to the> <laughs> like, it's sort of, like, I have a little bit more of a role than going to the wedding, but less of a role than if I was, like, a bridesmaid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so, like my mom and my sister and I like are all wearing like the same color and stuff and it's a whole thing. And I'm realizing sort of for the first time, especially I realized at their wedding shower at my grandparents' house last weekend that um I have now spent a lot of time around just like myself and also other queer people. Mm -hmm. And now it's weird to go into a space totally like uh bound by heteronormativity <laughs> yes do you know what i mean i do because i think and it's not even that like i don't know a lot of straight people yeah but i know like it's not like i'm one of those people it's like it was people are gross no like, no, like no 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 but it's definitely weird i think the difference is when it's not only that they're straight it's that they are against the idea yes. of gayness that it's like that's when it's a really big problem. Exactly. When I have things that I reflexively would and be like, oh, she's cute. Like, I yeah. have to catch myself almost saying things Exactly. That, where same. it's like, oh, well, I can't say that here. Right, because it's not safe. Yeah. It's like, I feel similarly about this issue, and this is on intersectionality, but like, I feel similarly about this as I do about, like, men, where it's not like, all oh, men are disgusting and bad. It's like, misogyny and the, you know, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Whatever. Patriarchy? Yeah, I guess so. Um, that's what I really have a problem with, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, homophobia is what I really have a problem with, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, it's not like, people are allowed to be straight, that's totally fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's all part of the, like, diversity of yeah, that's like, sexuality. Exactly. That's a part of it. Yeah. It just can't, yeah. Yeah. It's when it's, like, actively against anything else anything that it, else. then becomes a problem. It's so interesting because have you ever heard that statistic that's, like, really old and it was, like, 10% of the population is gay or something like that and that's, like, what they used to say? <laughs> I feel like that's oh, not true at all. I feel like that's 100% false. It's still a pretty small percentage. Really? hmm Let me look it up. Wow. I was looking you... at a statistic somewhat recently, and it's fairly small. Wow. I was thinking that maybe it was more, um, that that was the majority of people were not straight. Oh, my God. No. Another. Wow. Really? Mm-mm. All right. Never mind. Forget what I said. I mean. Here we go. This is from this month. I want you to- Okay. 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 I want you to guess what percentage of the population you think is LGBT. This is like LGBTQ identifying population. In America? In America. So obviously it's bigger than that number because a lot of people may not feel comfortable saying. But it's, this is approximately. Okay, wait. Is it bigger than what I just said or smaller? What did you just say? 10%. I don't, I'm not going to tell you. I want you to just guess a percentage. 3%. It's 5.5. God damn, really? Uh Uh-huh. Oh my god, wow, what? Jesus. Yep. It's wow. it's a pretty small percentage. That is so small. That's so that makes it even more impressive that we found so many. I what is my cat eating? Oh, it's a pipe cleaner. Oh, that's well, you probably should, you should you it not? Okay. We just don't do that. Um I think it's that's the thing is even if you like people aren't out, like I mean your life is kind of an echo chamber. Like it's pretty hard to yeah, that's too. true. You kind of inherently find people have, like, similar opinions as you and things like that. That makes sense. Because you want to hang out with those people more. Exactly. Like, even, I mean, like, I have friends from high school that I, you know, like, have known for so long before any of us were out or anything, or, like, it wasn't even anything we talked about. Yeah. But even before I knew, I knew. Like, I, I, I inherently knew. Yeah. I was not surprised when anyone told me. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I knew that. Like, even before that was something I would have been okay with, I kind of knew it and was okay with it. Like, that was just always a reality in my mind. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah. What's interesting, I didn't have, I, like, looking back at friends that I've had, I don't think I had any that I wouldn't be surprised if they came out today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you grew up in a very different place, though. I did. That's true. You grew up in a really fine environment. Yeah, that's true. There that's was like, what, 12 people in your town? God, for real. What is the population of that town? It's like a it's, couple thousand, right? No, 450. Jesus. Yeah. That's so small. Yeah, it's very, very small. That's, yeah, that's a pretty, pretty small population. Yeah. And it's a very specific type of person. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It is very conservative there. It is very actively dangerous to be gay, for sure. And, um, yeah. Very, uh, rancher, farmer, that kind of stuff. But, like, the it is very much the classic ideas of what you would think those are. They're not progressive farmers. They're not progressive ranchers, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, yeah. No, I know.
1: Because I feel like uh, uh,
0: people that are, like, are gay would not move to that town because it's like, no. oh, this is not a good place to be. No, that's true. Yeah, we had, like, um, um, like, one gay student who was, like, out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think I told you this the other day. In my yeah. Apollo. Yeah, we had one gay student who was out, and, um good for him, honestly. Um, I don't think I would have done that, but. No. No. Um, but yeah, we were, like, vaguely friends because we bonded over Steven Universe, but he was a lot younger than me, so he really didn't, like, interact that much, but I wasn't out and he didn't know, way, unless he did know. <laughs> Probably he's did. Like, Maybe that's why he's friends with you. Yeah, honestly, Girl, I this person feels surprised. Safe. This person feels safe. Yeah, maybe there's a reason for that. Um, yeah. And then we had that one guy who, I never actually knew if he was gay, but, like, it was rumored after he left that it was gay. And I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Didn't have very many um, queer friends <laughs> growing yeah. up. We had, like, one out. Well, not the- they were not out. They could not have been out. Because they couldn't have gone to your school. No, right? they would have gotten kicked out. God, that's um, so but like horrible. one person where it was like everyone knew. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know if like you know he had said something and everyone just kind of knew, but it was you know there was never any like proof or if yeah. it was just like everyone kind of knew, but like obviously he was. Yeah. And but we had there's a lot like I would say we made like a list one time because we were just curious and there's I would say there's like a good percentage of. Oh art. wow, really? That's so interesting. Yeah, like a lot of people. Huh. Yeah, it's funny how like people will get mad about like the gay agenda or whatever and like representation in media because they're like we don't want to force their beliefs on and i know this is not a hot take but like you know we don't want to force our beliefs on children or whatever but it's like mostly like everyone i knew everyone i know now who is not straight grew up in a straight environment and it's like where do you think that comes from it doesn't it's not you don't learn that you know what I mean like, oh yeah it's not a learned behavior Like no like I mean out of my like 120 I think graduating class there's like seven gay people yeah or like queer people like yeah obviously yeah. that was gonna happen right and in, in an environment we were actively suppressing it, it still exactly like, exactly that's... the idea that it's learned is just ridiculous it's so dumb yeah <laughs> your cat is falling asleep on the couch both of my cats are falling asleep in like goofy <laughs> oh. positions Honestly, same. I'm very sleepy. <laughs> You're always very sleepy. This is true. I've never hung out with Becca and had Becca not either fall asleep or almost fall asleep. You know what's funny? Um, I take a lot of those BuzzFeed quizzes, mm-hmm. and a lot of the times, so one of the questions will be like, how do your How would your friends describe you? You know what I mean? And they have like several adjectives. One they never have is sleepy. That's <laughs> because it's not supposed to be a personality trait, Becca. Why is it, though? <laughs> Sleepy's not an emotion or, like, a characteristic. No, I mean, why is it my personality traits? My one and only. i sure that's a question you want me to ask. No. <laughs> So that doesn't feels like a loaded question. That feels like the same amount of loaded questions as my mom coming out of the dressing room and going, "This is this is pants making me look like a cow," which is what my mom used to say to me. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> these pants making me look like a cow. What do you want me to say? Yeah, but it's so loaded. Mom, oh my God, Jesus Christ! My mom never did that, but she would wear things and be like, you know, what do you think? To my dad, and he his like coded language would be, "It's not my favorite." <laughs> she <laughs> like, you hate it. So That good. trope is one of my, I hate totally it. I hate it, hate it so else, hate else. Where it's like, I can't answer this because if I tell her it looks bad, she's going to be mad at me. Right. You know, but like, it looks bad. It's like, why would you, first of all, no, you wouldn't ask someone if you didn't really want an answer. And if you're exactly. doing that, that's shit. You don't do that. Yeah, don't do that to people. And second like, of all, yeah, I fucking want an to answer because if it like looks bad or like something's wrong with it, like I want to know. I want like, you to tell me. Like, yeah, like yeah. I'm vetting I'm, this on someone I trust so that when I go out in public, everyone else isn't like, "What the hell is she wearing?" I'm asking your opinion, like on purpose. Yeah, I, I fucking hate that trope, and I don't know anyone that's really like that. No, not really. But it needs to die. I think it's a very sexist trope. Like yeah, it is. It's know, very women. You can't live with them. You can't live without God. them. Type real. The women balling. be shopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, for real. That's biggest Dad's favorite sexist term that I've never heard anyone else say. It's from the Office. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It is, yeah. But there, it's like, yeah, the guy saying it is the butt of the joke. That's the point. Is it's he's stupid, being he's creepy, and sexist? It, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's funny because I was gonna quote another thing from the Office when you said that. I was gonna the say old ball and chain. The old ball and chain's been more chain than ball recently. If you know what I mean. <laughs> And everyone's like, we don't know what you mean. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh my god. god it's terrible. Anyway. <clears throat> my, I, did I don't know if I told you about this or not, but they, we were watching, like, some sort of commercial or something, <clears throat> I and. You did, but go, please tell it like, How do you already know what i was saying? I think I know what you're saying, but I probably don't. Okay. That's how it usually goes. I try to do the thing that you do where you're like, yeah, I already know, and then I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I do that. No I just whatever. like somehow I always know what you're about to tell me every time you <laughs> awesome. start to say something. Um, but we were watching this like commercial or something, and it was like I think it was the news, and some lady like did something it was like you know parent <clears throat> story or whatever. Oh, okay. And my dad goes, "That's what happens when you have women the right to vote." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I didn't I know was, this story." Anyway, I want to know what you thought I was going to say. I thought, for some reason, I feel like I remember. Well, I thought it was going to be one of those where, like, there was a gay couple on TV and your dad felt the need to, like, say why that was wrong or
1: whatever. Oh, like, yeah. I he he always voice.
0: goes, oh, I don't want to hear this in fast forward. Yes, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, God, he does uh, that. But no, he, he and he, he was, was just... he was joking. He does not think that, okay, obviously. Thank God. But I was like, that's not even a funny joke. No, it's not. That's the thing. Yeah. That's not funny. <laughs> And I told him that, and he was like, ugh, you know, when it was like, canting <coughs> jokes. Uh, and I was like, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's funny that you, you're you joking about me not having rights. That's yeah, not funny. That's not funny. Like, no, that's God. horrendous. It is, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like the time that my, um, we were like having dinner at my grandparents' house, and it was like extended family or whatever. And my uncle was like, where's my daughter? Um, you know, I'm not gonna like dox them right now, because <laughs> it's a bad story. But, um, and, uh i think my aunt was like oh i think she's in the bathroom she wasn't even but like whatever and uh my uncle was like "Ugh, changing her clothes freaking girls you know and i was like <laughs> what yeah i was like that's not funny you know and he was like Ugh, can't say anything anymore and i was like yeah man don't you just miss the days when women would sit down and shut up <laughs> he was like, that's not what I said. And I was like, isn't it though? <laughs> like- I love that. And I hate it when people make that like yeah comedy doesn't exist anymore you can't joke yeah. about anything <laughs> i hear so many things yeah i was like i love comedy and i watch so many yeah. comedy themes that are funny that aren't making that fun aren't of people bad. for like being gay or being women yes literally. you can make jokes about literally anything except for making a joke about someone being who they are yes that's exactly. not funny that's, that's just not funny, something just existing. Mean. Yeah. yeah that's just bullying exactly that's the difference between like teasing and bullying. Like, exactly. Gosh. Like, if you're not creative enough to come up with a funnier joke, that's, that's your you. problem. God, there's so many jokes to make. There are you know? so many jokes to make. Like, good <laughs> Lord. freaking afraid not. Am I right, guys? The strange <laughs> a yeah, stupid afraid not joke please do he's gonna be so bad i know he'll never forgive me can you imagine because i was talking on the last podcast if about coming out to my brother like after he settled from his wedding because i don't want to ruin his wedding or whatever and then you just told that joke at his wedding instead yes dude can you imagine me telling that joke and then him coming back from the sun you being going to like also i'm gay <laughs> i'm sorry i ruined your wedding also i'm gay yeah <laughs> welcome do that what you will (laughs) if he doesn't already know that you're gay he's so dumb i know but i truly don't think that he like even thinks it's a possibility i i'm sure he does not yeah i think my mom knows and i think by extension my dad knows and they're not going to be surprised when i eventually come out to them yeah like i think i was talking to uh, my friend melissa who is very affirming and um she or i was telling her about like the first time that uh randy and like took blair to meet our parents or whatever and like how excited they were and stuff and i was like it just like like i'm not jealous of them for being a couple or anything but like and i'm happy for them but it makes me so fucking sad knowing that like if I brought a girl home, they would not react that way. You're jealous for the privilege they have. Yeah, exactly. Of your You're excited about that. Yeah, exactly. Which is yeah, that is really sad. Yeah, super duper sad. That does that yeah. That's great. Ugh. Can we talk about how <clears throat> they, how people like will gender slash assign sexualities to children from birth? Yeah, that's really weird. That's so creepy, guys. I don't, yeah, people would be, like, really weird. Like, I don't have a problem with, like, you know, like, if I had a kid, which I would never, my god, same. But I wouldn't, like, you know, raise the child, child, like, gender neutral, Mm -hmm. because I think that they can experience a lot of hostility from that. Yeah, I think from that's other people sort of putting them at a disadvantage in the world we live in. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that to them. Like, and I don't, like, if someone does that, yeah, I'm not, I'm like, not, I don't think badly of that. No, like, I definitely see there's advantages to that. Yeah, I see why you would do that. But I think that that child would experience a lot of hostility from a very young age for no reason, and I wouldn't want to put them through that. Yeah, exactly. Um, But obviously, you know, if they wanted, you know, if they got older and they were like, I you know, am non binary or I like transgender or whatever, like I would have no problem with that. Yeah, I would see them that way. Exactly. I, yeah. But people are so weird about like, oh, that's like a boys you know, a boys thing, or those are boys colors, or those aren't boys' clothes. And I'm like, they're clothes. They're literally clothes. They're pieces of cloth. Like, it's yeah, you're attributing so much value to like something that we've made up. For real. Like or when people like boy should wear dresses. First of all, there's still cultures where men wear like dress type yeah, outfits. Literally. And there that's have normal. been since
1: the beginning of time. Yeah,
0: literally, have you read the Bible? They all were dresses. God, for real. High heels were invented for men. Yeah, like, like what They the, were It's them. so like, stupid. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But, um, yeah. I- When I took a- I took my, like, non-verbal communication class in college, and it was really, really amazing, except for this one thing, <laughs> which was that my professor, um, <clears throat> she was married to a man, and she had one, like, two-year-old son- And she was talking about how they had just moved into a house and the, like, previous owners had left a few things in the backyard and one of them was, like, a, like, toy truck. It was pink and purple. And they had to have a whole discussion on whether or not they were going to allow their son to play pink and purple truck because they didn't want to cause confusion. And I was like, even at the time... When before I like was really <sighs> questioning my gender and like all of that stuff, I was like, "That is dumb and heartbreaking." <laughs> it, yeah, it, it, never no matter how far indoctrinated I was, that I think that that that, that was a problem, or that no. colors made you a gender, or anything like that. It's so Same. stupid. Never in my most, never even in my most brainwashed moments. So I'm like, God, how brainwashed are you? Right, oh, That's Jesus. Just a- Okay this is like extremely off topic but i'm just Yaw. this is out of curiosity. Uh, i don't know how like deep you are like into this type of thing or like how much you know about it. But if you thought about like what type of polyamory you would like to practice. I have thought about it. Um i think that i would like to be in a polycule because i would be into like all of us are dating each other. <laughs> um because i think that i'm the kind of person who would get jealous/insecure if I was dating someone and they were dating someone else who was not dating me. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting. That's my take on that for me personally. Why do you think that specifically would make you jealous? Even if they're like, they're still dating someone else. Yeah. But if they're, if, I don't know, I feel like it's almost like I would feel like it's a friend who has another friend who they like better than me. And, oh, do they even really like me? Actually, I'm pretty sure they hate me. You remember that thing I said to them last week? They probably hate me for that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it would be, like, I think I could do it, but I think it would be, it would take a lot of personal growth on my end of, like, really um, working on being more secure with myself Mm -hmm. and also my relationship with my partner or partners. Yeah. that makes yeah. sense. But I think it would be easier for me to fall into. Um plus I think it would be fun like to um to know that kind of everyone is dating each other because like um I don't know. I think it would be fun to like, you know, talk to one and be like, isn't Artley so cute? Oh my god, did you see that thing they did or whatever, you know? And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like the idea of that more. Yeah. Yeah, off the top of my head. That and makes that sense. You, you thought about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't... I know that, like, preferably I would like to have, like, at least, like, probably... Because I don't want, like, a primary partner. I'm going very specific about, like, the yeah. non-hierarchical structure. Oh, gosh, yeah. I didn't know that existed, but that's not what I would want. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the hierarchical structure at all. Um, So, like, I mean, ideally for that to work out in the best way, like... Mm -hmm. I would be, like, living with all, like, any, you know, any and all of them at some point. Yeah. Um, which I think is technically called nesting partners, where you live with them. Oh, okay. Um, but, that's not, like, a, you know, a deal breaker for me, and I definitely don't have a problem with, like, someone dating someone, like, outside of, you know, the, like, group or whatever. Sure. And I don't feel, like, super (laughs) dead set on, like, you know, everyone has to be, like, dating each other either. Sure. obviously, like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I am very specific about like, I wouldn't ever want to like get married to like one partner or anything. Which I was talking to Bryce about this the other day because he was talking about, you know, how obviously it's illegal still here to get married to multiple people. Yeah, and I was talking about, like, you know, and he was like, well, these are the reasons that this is illegal. And I was like, you know, I really, there's a lot of bias in those reasons, because those are not good reasons. And the reasons all have, kind of have to do with, like, insurance fraud, which is really stupid. Oh, really? I thought it was, like, to prevent cults and stuff, like, in Utah and stuff like that, with, like, polygamy. No, the, the, the legal reasons are all about, like, insurance oh, and stuff. Oh, interesting. And, like, medical autonomy and, you know, well, if multiple people are your partners, then, you know, how do they decide who gets, like, the medical autonomy and you can't commit insurance? It's, yeah, it's a lot of, like, That's legal very shit. dumb. What do you, you not trust us to be adults, good guy. Yeah, and I was like, that I see a lot of bias in that because that sounds like someone saying that because they don't like it and they think it's morally gross. I could see, and that. so they would, you know, well, we'll come up with any reason, yeah, find to, any like, reason to, to buy it, yeah. And he was like, Yeah, I don't see that law being changed ever. And I was like, Yeah, or like you know, anytime soon. And I was sure. like, Yeah, I don't either. He's a lawyer. Um, yeah, and I was like, Yeah, I don't either, which is really sad because I know that I could never get married. Yeah, which is not something I like. I don't really care about marriage, but I do like that if you're married to someone, they then you know then if something goes wrong, they can make medical decisions for there you, are all of that stuff. That. There are like yeah, like legal, and I don't care about like the tax benefits or whatever. Sure, but there are legal benefits. Of, yeah, like, like having yes. someone that can make decisions for you if something happens. Like yeah, right. I would love that. Because totally. I want it to be a partner and not like my parents, yeah, exactly, who would not make the kinds of decisions that I, I would want, yeah, to be made. Yeah, and I was like, but that sucks because I can never get married, right? Exactly. Because I don't want to have one person that I'm married to because that creates a problem now of like, yeah, now well, even a if hierarchy. we're gonna, yeah, even if we're gonna practice this, like, there's not a hierarchy. That person still has rights that every that other people don't, and that's not fair. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I also know that I can never like I can't introduce any of them to my family because then one person gets introduced to my family and everyone else can't because my family's not going to be okay with that. Right, exactly. So it's like, now there's all these like rights issues. Yeah. And I was like, it's, it's so awful. it sucks. It's stupid. Yeah. I think if I was going to do it, um, I would, my initial preference. and this is also, like, I think that my views on this and what I would prefer, like, are bound to change in the future. Just because I've not, thought about it for that long and I know it's like what you were asking like I don't know how deep into this and that kind of stuff but like I think if I were I don't know a lot of the times when I'm like thinking about relationship stuff when I actually experience it I'm like oh actually this is not what I thought it was gonna be so <laughs> now I'm like changing my mind you know what I mean yeah just healthy and fine sure but um yeah I, if I were in a uh, polyamorous relationship, I would also not want to get married. Yeah. But I would have a really hard time keeping it a secret from literally anyone. Yeah. You're not very good at keeping secrets. No, that's true. Unless it's, like, someone else's secret that they've specifically asked me to keep. That yeah. 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 When you, like, just, you know, when you casually have, like, passing yeah, thoughts about, like, oh, that's, just like anyone does where you're like, oh, that yeah. person's really cute or, like, oh, one yes. day I'd like to date someone. Do you always picture yourself with multiple players and you still picture like one person. Mm. That's interesting. I've gone back and forth. Mm. I could picture with both. I think I have always pictured myself with one, but also I think that's just because of the environment I grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I could totally picture myself with more than one. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like me in a group of like three other people or something. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Totally. What about you? Is it always? Would you ever be in a monogamous relationship? No. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with obviously, like if I'm just dating one person at that time. Sure. Right. Right. But right, it would yeah. no. It would. It would always have to be the understanding that it was not like, monogamous. Forbidden. At least on my end, I would sure, prefer if yeah. the other person also wasn't, because I feel like not every time, but I think there could be like situations where there would be issues where it's like, you know, totally they're not, and I am, and so it's like, you know, they're home all the time, or, something. you know, I think there's, like, recipe for more issues. There's a, there would be a lot more, um... You would have to actively work on that a lot more. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Than if you just both. It's a lot more effort. Yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: That's
0: so interesting. Um, yeah. I love talking about this stuff. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. It's so fun. I'm glad I know at least another poly person, because I Same. know another other person. Poly- yeah and I'm glad too, because you are so good at like researching and thinking through things, so it's really, really cool to have like um you also experiencing the same thing because then you provide just like such a good new perspective. Thank you, it's very cool, yeah I yeah, know. I'm very like deep in I've known for like a long time, but oh, I okay. was yeah, and so it's yeah, it's like I, I would say very it's cool. less new to me, sure, yeah, mine's maybe in like the last six months or so, yeah, yeah, than I really thought.
1: Oh, actually, we kind of doing that.
0: Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. Um, the more than barrier, am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Seriously. It's so fun. Um, okay, well, do you want to. Uh, we're a little over halfway. Do you want to transition to dealing like, with trauma? Yeah. Okay, great. I'll let you go know, because I feel like this is yours. This, this is, is your mine. topic. That's true. Um, I don't know that I would say that I have any. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Capital T trauma. Capital T trauma. There's, what, you want to explain the difference between capital T and little T trauma? Yeah. So, and this is like a, like an actual psychological, mm-hmm. yes, concept where, and it doesn't really matter, but they, you kind of have to define what trauma is in at least some broad perspective. Sure. Because if you don't, like, what does it mean? What is it even? Yeah. Yeah. And so the way that they kind of, like, classify is like, Big T trauma and little T trauma. And big T trauma is like serious trauma. So it's like you, you know, you were in a hurricane or a house fire. Like, you know, your life was in danger in some way. Or something, you know, physic like you were in some kind of physical danger. Um, you know, you like had a death in the family, you know, some sort of serious thing like that. And then little T trauma would be more like you witnessed a crime happening, or okay. you um you know, or, like, a lot of people talk about, like, religious trauma or, like, sure. you know, going through childhood trauma that was more, like, you know, like a bad emotional environment, but, like, you know, maybe not actively abusive, things like that. Sure. They kind of classify it separately because, obviously, sense. if you go through, like, a big T trauma, you're going to have a lot more, like, long-lasting effects, effects, effects of it than time. if you, you know, have, like, religious trauma or whatever. Like, yeah, that's going to impact you, but it's probably not going to impede, like, usually the difference is that the effects of it will impede your day-to-day functioning versus... Sure you know you may notice it but it's not going to stop you from functioning or some way or prevent you from engaging in any sort of activity and one person's trauma is not another person's trauma something that would really have a a terrible long-lasting effect on one person might not affect another person as deeply oh yeah for for sure sure. (laughs) people are totally different and it can you know be different for different people yeah totally um i have big t trauma (laughs) yes you do (laughs) I have um post traumatic stress disorder which I feel like I um am mostly like have it under control now um which is exciting because that was a process of about 2 or 3 years um to work through that with a therapist and my whole support system um <clears throat> and something that she told me she was like um everyone has trauma trauma is anytime you feel out of control, um, helpless, and terrified at the same time. Or something like that. Which I thought was interesting. But that's just, like, her definition of trauma. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trauma. Um, I've read a lot about it. Experienced a lot about it. And I think it's really um interesting the way that, like, it affects your brain, too. So. And, okay. Am I wrong in thinking that okay um because i heard someone talking about post-traumatic stress disorder and complex traumatic stress disorder something like that mm-hmm. yes yeah, something i don't think it's called it's complex something like that something but I like can't that exactly yeah, yeah. but is the difference between those like one is one event that happened in one moment and the other is like many events over a period of time oh okay yes i know exactly what you're talking about and it's yeah it's not the difference between so there's complex and simple trauma Uh, And yeah one is like one thing that happens so like you're in a hurricane okay uh, okay, like a simple trauma and complex is like you know you were molested from ages five to eight by like a family member like something that happened was like a recurring event versus like one thing that happened Okay. Yeah. So you have complex trauma. So I have complex trauma. Yes. Yeah, I was in a bad relationship. Oh um, <laughs> my god, that's not a- <laughs> understatement of the <his> century. <laughs> <laughs> He's the worst person alive. I had a dream the other day that he was trying to kill me an excellent example of post traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Yeah, the thing actually that really because when it was happening, I didn't know what what was happening. Um and I think that's very classic of trauma and abusive relationships too. Mm-hmm. Because one thing that I like described to my therapist was like that it felt for a long time and we didn't even date for like that long, but it felt for a long time that like um This big, like, storm cloud was, like, forming over my head, and then we, like, took a break for about a month, and then it sort of slowly started to clear, and then when we got back together, that's when I felt everything come rushing back, and I was like, oh, this is so much worse than I remembered it being. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyways, so the thing that really clued me in that I needed help dealing with things was that I was having just like chronic nightmares and oh yeah yeah which is not that normal <laughs> so I think uh, yeah I was talking to someone um and I was like I had this dream the other night and um I like woke up screaming <laughs> and she was like I think you should probably like look back into counseling again and I was like No, I don't really think that's for me, because I didn't really like it the first time I went, and she was like, that is stupid, you need to go. (laughs) Who was that? Good for her. Yeah, she's the best. Um, I love her. (laughs) But yeah, anyways, um, dealing with trauma, I feel like, is, um, the most important things for me, I think, have been, um, that healing is not linear. Um healing does not have to include forgiveness Ooh, yes yeah that is something that my therapist told me is not true she said that in order to heal you have to forgive and that's, she's lying i you. have found that to be false that's because she's a religious yes yeah, because she's a religious counselor yeah um for sure She is a licensed therapist, which I think is a very uh, important thing. Oh yeah, it's not like a past. It's like I counsel people. It's like that's you're giving them advice. That's yeah, you're advising them. You're not. That's not counseling. No, 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 no. She is a legitimate therapist, but um, but yeah, she does. It is colored by a religious background and (laughs) present for sure. Um, but yeah, that's bullshit. You don't have to forgive anyone for anything ever. No, that's so stupid, and that's not even like sound psychological advice no like you do not absolutely have to do that you like it's you know you want to get to the point where at some point you're not like thinking about it all the time yeah or, like stewing on it yes but you don't have to forgive them no that's ridiculous i don't forgive him no he sucks <laughs> he sucks, he sucks. Yeah, yeah that's unforgivable it is unforgivable thank you that's very empowering too because i felt for a long time like i had i was pressuring myself so hard to forgive him And I could not forgive myself, even though I didn't do anything wrong. That's so stupid. Well, like, what even is forgiveness? Like, know. It's such a silly concept, where it's like, I'm not mad about it anymore. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Like, yeah, you may not feel, like, actively angry about it after a certain amount of time, but, like, also, you don't deserve me, like, absolving you of that. No. He's still guilty of doing that. He still deserves to go to jail. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, I thought like, um, you know, no, I, um, I don't really, it's not that bad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I've, you know, classic things I feel like are, it's not that bad. So many other people have so much worse. Why am I complaining? Whatever. And then it's just like, don't, we don't compare trauma? You know what I mean? Um, my trauma doesn't, make someone else's trauma less, or more. Um, oh, you can't even compare. Like, No. even No matter what you're going through, if that's the worst thing you've ever gone through, that's the worst thing you've that's, ever gone through. That, Yeah, the end. Full stop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, recovery for me has meant, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Cognitive behavioral therapy, <laughs> um, which has included like facing triggers <clears throat> because i did have triggers that would trigger flashbacks and i still do mm-hmm. um they happen way less frequently now um and they she my therapist encouraged me to like um like identify what those triggers were and then identify whether they represented real actual danger or not mm-hmm. So, like, um, like, if you're in a car accident, um, and you're afraid of, like, speeding super high over the speed limit because you were speeding a lot when you got into that car accident, that represents real actual danger. You don't have to face that one. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, if you're afraid of red cars because the car that you hit was red, that doesn't actually represent real actual danger. So, maybe face that one Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, it was things, um... A lot of identifying and a lot of like, sort of, not, I, I didn't really intentionally look for uncomfortable situations that would trigger me. I just let them come to me. Because if you let them come to you, they will come to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But well, like, you're, you're talking about exposure therapy. That's exposure what, therapy. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't remember the term for it. Thank you. Yeah. That's yes. what your therapist practices. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. It basically like rewires your brain to um not be in fi- in a constant state of fight or flight right mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, I read something that is infuriating to me is um I didn't know this until after I' had experienced it, but like <clears throat> the conversation around why people. Don't just leave abusive relationships. Is so toxic. It oh, can, can be. Hell. Yeah. It can be. Yeah. It's not always. Um. Yeah. Like, I don't know. People ask.
1: Sorry, it just scared me really bad. Pepper,
0: my friend. I'm sorry, Pepper. Read the room. I'm sorry. Read the room. But yeah. Um. Like, in that book, The Body Keeps the Score, Mm -hmm. Um, there are great things in there. It's helpful, to me at least. Um, But also, he describes, like, coping mechanisms and behaviors as bizarre and, like, why would a normal person ever do this and, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, fuck off, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, the way he words things is a little bit, like, I would say that he's talking about good ideas, but the way he says things is like, very condescending, which, to be fair, he was really old and, like, yeah. kind of known for being kind of sexist, so sure. you just have to take that yeah. with a grain of salt, exactly. of like, you know, this man has some toxic biases for sure, that he exactly. clearly was not facing and worked primarily with men, Yeah, so. Yeah, and he did a lot um, to sort of, like, like, in the beginning research for post-traumatic stress disorder, which involved a lot of, like, Vietnam War veterans and stuff like that, which is why the connection is still there. Yeah, he's was like one of the first people yeah. to really deal with PTSD. Yeah, and he we're talking about Bessel Vanderkolk. He's thank you, like a. I think he's dead now. I don't know if he's he's either really Rested old or dead. But he's that's the text one of the textbooks for the class that I'm in now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is the body keeps the score? Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I have not read all of it. To be fair, I've read about a third. It's there's a lot of good points in it, but yeah, there has been so far for me too. Yeah, that guy. His language is not overly helpful. But no. I I find myself having to do this thing where I'll read like a chapter, and um, every time he says something that I'm like, "Fuck off!" I'll like <laughs> write in the margins like. <laughs> How dare you or, or like whatever. like yeah. I'm so mad and like or like draw a middle finger or something like that. Like <laughs> I've done that before. Like just so that I can like get it out without feeling like I have to like throw the whole book away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which has been helpful. <laughs> but anyway, something new that I've been doing. Sorry, I know I'm talking basically this whole time. Oh, well, that's okay. Um, something new that I've been doing is I bought this workbook called the Dialectical Behavior Therapy Workbook. Mm-hmm. And um it's interesting because I think technically dialectical behavior therapy was like um, intended for uh, borderline personality disorder, um, which is like when you feel um, like very very extreme emotions that um, change rapidly. Yeah. Is that true. Basically, yeah. Okay. I'm checking everything I say by you. <laughs> Every this whole podcast is me saying. It's this, and then like <laughs> nodding to Taylor, like it's this, right? Yeah. And then you being like, I mean, kind of. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's for that's the purpose you're using it for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like was intended for that, and I think it was like first sort of coined in the late '90s, mm-hmm. but then it's like it's fairly s- new. It's fairly new, yeah. Since sort of like been developed into. Something usable for just like people in general with very strong emotions, and so I was like, I have very strong. Emotions. I don't think that I have borderline personality disorder, but I do think that I could benefit from some guidelines for uh, emotional regulation. So I do think I have bipolar disorder. Oh yeah, that's a whole that's a, a whole, whole journey. But I think that this could help with that, too. So, anyways. Um, basic. I really like this workbook, because it words things in very extreme ways, mm-hmm. which is already how my brain thinks. But And I've sort of, like, been told my whole life that that's wrong and bad, and I shouldn't think that way. But, like, to have that and accept that, like, as a reality, and then think, but also, this is true, is, like, very helpful for me. So, like, basically, the person who... <clears throat> I heard talking about this in a YouTube video said that, like, um, it's- it's about, like, um, taking two very contradictory, um, realities and trying to find, like, the paradoxical truth in them, which I think is really interesting, and so they were like, maybe, um, everything is meaningless and I'm gonna die someday, and so why are we even trying? But also, maybe- I'm alive today in this moment. And that's holy and beautiful. And I was like, oh my God, that really makes so much sense. <laughs> so anyways, at the, I'm only in the beginning of the book sale, So I'll like have to update you on how it is, but, um, it's been, um, really cool because it was like, here are some, like, here's a coping strategy. They call it rest, and I don't remember what rest stands for, but it's, like, um, it's basically, like, when you feel an overwhelming emotion, especially one that's uncomfortable, like, um, stop whatever you're doing and take quick stock of your, um, situation and be, like, is this an emergency? Like, um, try to calm yourself down with, like, self-soothing behaviors, and then, um, make a plan of action and then take that action that mm-hmm. way you're not just reacting super off the handle in ways that are destructive to you or others yeah yeah and so um that's the basic strategy and then a lot of like coping and soothing mechanisms like come after or whatever and so like one of them was um fuck, i already forgot one of them was radical acceptance <laughs> Which is interesting and actually now that I'm thinking about it, I could probably use this while I'm reading The Body Keeps the Score because um it was like just just accept the situation you're in as the situation you're in without judging it, basically. And it was like something that you can do to practice is like read a really upsetting news story and just be like, This is the way it is and like try not to make any judgments about it initially mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was like, That's so interesting. Yeah,
1: so really interesting.
0: Anyways, um, sorry, I'm talking a lot. That's okay. Do you want to say is this? is your again? thing. I don't have anything to say. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Never mind. I didn't think this was my thing. Um, I well, mean, I know it is my thing. It kind of is my whole thing. But <laughs> 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 having trauma and falling asleep at parties is my like whole personality. That's my whole personality. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was... <laughs> I was- Talking to my sister the other day about if Randy was a character in The Sims,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, what would be his like six personality traits? There's six, right? Are they five? I don't remember. I think there's three. No, there's um, more than three. It's yeah, because you get uh what? your like goal, and then you have like usually like a little like sub goal, and then you have three personality oh, damn. traits. Oh damn! I didn't know that. You gave your brother too much of a personality. I gave it too much of man. That's accurate to real life. My <laughs> cat <Like that laughs> is in your oh bag. My God. <laughs> <laughs> we went thrifting earlier today, and the cats has been <laughs> rooting through the bags all the whole time that I've been here. Um, my friend, you are so naughty. So funny. Um. So basically, I was like, if Randy had six personality traits, number <laughs> number one would be pretentious. Number two would be, um, she immediately ran out of the room. Of course she did. She's like, I want to be here. <laughs> so number one would be pretentious. Number two would be, like, uh, like, good-natured.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, number three would be sassy. <laughs> and that's it. And that's, that's it. all Those are his three personality traits. But mine would be falling asleep in parties, dealing with trauma, and something else. Being gay. An absurdist humor. Yeah, being gay is being gay. definitely up there. Oh my god. Oh, Wait. my cats are gonna have a fight now. Oh, right. No, fight, 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 fight. <laughs> Sorry. don't start a cockfight with my cats. <laughs> they don't know what I'm saying. Um. <laughs> Not, not implying that you, that they did. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what I'm saying. I just like to chant things. Look at Pepper. She's so getting ready to jump on no. Oh, she is. Oh my god. <laughs> How can you tell if they're fighting angrily or if they're just playing? Um, they usually aren't fighting angrily. Okay, that's what I thought. Usually if, if Pepper starts hissing, that's usually when I'm like, okay, maybe I need to separate she's, you guys. Yeah, she's kind of annoyed. Sure. That makes sense. This is a fun fact for everyone. <laughs> Cats. Am I right, guys? Cats. <laughs> The, my know. cats are my whole personality. <laughs> cats. Um. are <laughs> my three personality traits? Your, <laughs> our cats, just cats? Cats. Okay, yours would be cats, um, uh, like, um. I guess I would say, like, psychology mm-hmm. would be why not, because I'm encompassing the whole I'm going to grad school and I'm interested in sex therapy in yeah. one. And one. Cats and sex cats. are my two personality traits. <laughs> Terrible couple there. Not together. No, God, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah. they're separate circles the venn diagrams those are separate yeah. um, was, we were watching a tiktok earlier of someone being like this is my like friend at a party telling everyone about how she performed a circumcision and she's like so then you have the penis right and then the sleeve goes over the tip of the penis and you pull this the foreskin up over the sleeve and then you put another and everyone's kind of just staring at her like open like oh mouth. my god and i said it to my friends i was like is this what it's like to talk to me and, and everyone like, was like yeah yeah <laughs> That's, that's me when I was telling people about why circumcision is not a medically necessary okay. procedure anymore. Okay, I was going to say, I was like, didn't you and Bryce have a whole conversation in the group chat about that? Yeah, I we had a conversation in the group chat about why circumcision <laughs> wasn't medically necessary. I found that very interesting, but I didn't get to it until, like, it was kind of too late to respond. Oh, so. that's fine. Not that I had anything useful to contribute. <laughs> um, I neither know anything about circumcisions nor have a penis, so... There you go. (laughs) I feel like this moment right now is the moment that I want. I will name drop this. Kid, right now, oh my god, this yes. kid in my fifth grade class named Andrew Garcia, and he was such an asshole in fifth grade. Fuck you, Andy Garcia. I'm... Andrew Garcia. <laughs> Andy <laughs> Garcia. My old roommate, he's person. <laughs> Sorry, not you, Andy. My dad. No, his name is Andrew Garcia, oh and in fifth grade he was an asshole. I'm sure he's fine now. Sure. Um, but they made us have a talk about circumcision, and we separated boys and girls. Of course, he and did. Had a talk I about circumcision t- about little circumcision. Girls about penises. Oh my no, god, no, the girls talked about circumcision too. Oh wait, the really? boys just couldn't be in the room. Yeah, because we were like reading like a Bible lesson. We were like gonna read a Bible lesson and talk yeah. about circumcision. So we, they made us have like a whole talk about circumcision. Right. And I was like, right. fine, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Um. And he came. We came back to the room and he was like, "Did you guys talk about what we talked about?" Oh my god. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, "What did you talk about?" I was like, circumcision. And he was like, "I bet you didn't. I bet you don't know what circumcision is. Why would I lie to you?" About yeah. That? And I was like, I don't know why it matters. But he wanted me to like tell him about it and I was like, I'm not going to because I know you're just baiting me into me, like, how you talk about circumcision. Like good for you for nine, Yeah, and I was like, I'm I not engaging. That this. Every time as a child. As I was like, I'm child. not engaging this. And also, like, this is embarrassing. I don't want to talk about this. Um, yeah. So I was like, whatever. And honestly, fuck you, Andrew Garcia. Yeah, fuck I talk about you, circumcision Andrew all the time. <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just <a> coward now. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Ah. Oh my goodness. You know, in editing this podcast, and I've only edited the first couple of episodes so far, but I've realized just like how <laughs> how loud and like um brassy my laugh is. <laughs> I think that about my laugh now. Okay. Well, I don't I ever you, want to listen back to any of these episodes. You man, thank Thank you, lucky stars. You don't have to. I do have to. Oh yeah. We only have one episode. I listened back to it, and I was like, "Oh god." Oh, dude. And we have to listen back to all of these episodes to cut out. Because we talk about too much shit. We have to cut out. Yeah, exactly. We're really bad about <laughs> that. And if we were just going on like what I would cut out, it would be such a mess. I would cut out way less than we needed to. Yeah, Becca's really uh all all bets are off. That's like so all true. the cards on the table. I'll type say of what. <laughs> I really just got saying whatever. Which makes me laugh. So, okay, like, oh my God, you did so this. Worried. And I was mad about it when it happened. I'm not mad about it anymore. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. What no, did I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I, it doesn't matter. Okay. But it was one of those things where I was like, oh, I probably wouldn't have said that. Okay. And then later I was like, whatever. Okay. Uh, but I was laughing because you told me about how you told your sister about my <laughs> sex toy show and tell. Oh my god, I was god like, I'm oh sorry. my god, I would not have told my sister about that. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Oh my god, I didn't tell her anything about it. Other than that, it happened. I probably would not have told her I'm that. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. But it made me laugh that I was like, oh, I would not have ever mentioned anything like that to my sister ever. Yeah, you ever. shouldn't. I say a lot of things I shouldn't say. I I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I was like, oh my God. I told mm-hmm. Bryce and I was like, she t- told her sister, did you hear? Like, cause I think it was when we were at that party. person you mentioned it when other people were here because i remember that afterwards someone was like did you what her say that and i was like yeah and they're like are you okay and i was like i mean i wouldn't have told her sister that but like i don't ever see her sister so it's like it really matters okay i gotcha but it's it's not the idea that you told anybody it's that it's your sister and she's not really a safe person yeah to have that kind of information yeah you're right that's true yeah but no no it's fine it was funny I was more like, wow, that was really ballsy. I would not have said anything about sex toys to my sister ever. Yeah, good God. Even if it was somebody else's sex toys. Yeah. That's another thing I think is, yeah, when we were talking about the environment that I grew up in was kind of like, um, you are pressured to like- so Your family has no boundaries. No, we have no boundaries and that's something I'm trying to work on. So yeah. I need to work on that. Secretly, I think my mom is trying to get me to just stay in Florida when I leave. To just, like, be there forever? What? Yeah, literally. I think that's her secret plan. Like, next time you're there to just, like, never leave? Yeah. What? Like, when I go for two weeks to just, like, be forever? Why are you going for two weeks? I don't know. Don't do that, dude. (laughs) What should I do? Tell her you're not going for two weeks. Okay. Just be like, hey, that's too long. Yeah. It is too long. You don't even like going for a week. No, you're right. I'm already panicked about it. (laughs) also you need to get like an airbnb or something you cannot stay with them god you're right dude i can't afford an airbnb i will pay for you to have an airbnb so you do not stay in their house that is such a problem it's bad Yeah, I know. i'm know. i not kidding i will pay for your airbnb oh so my god you do not stay in their house <laughs> not it's, a- i want to i do not want you in their house oh my god that's such a problem you don't have any like personal space and they have already no boundaries that's so true you need to. What you need to do is you need to pull out the. Not you, not ever come on. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Wait, who was that and who was it about? I don't remember. That was our infamous college friend. Okay, right. I thought so. Yeah, we had a friend in college who was. God, Jesus alive! The hottest mess of person I've oh, ever encountered. Bad, so bad. Just a bad person. A bad person. But he had this. We do not forgive him. No, we do not forgive him. He had this infamous experience. Like, before we came into the picture, yes. this was, like, I guess the year, like, the school year before, because I moved in with a group of roommates, and they were friends with, like, him and his group of friends already. And so, like, the longer I lived there, like, you know, they started coming around or whatever, and I started to become friends with them. So I guess this happened, like, the year before. That's and he right. was infamous for getting, like, humongous crushes on people that were not interested. <laughs> Except for, instead of, like, any other person, where would be like, oh, I asked them out, and they said no, or, you know, they really don't seem interested. He would just, like, pine Yeah, internally. it was, like, so creepy and, it like, was. he took it way too far. Where yeah. he would just, like, keep asking or, you know, like, never let it go. And he would kind of get these, like, obsessions with, like, different girls. Yeah. Where it would be, like, this girl is the, like, most perfect girl I've ever encountered. Yeah. He could not see any of their flaws, could not see any reasons why they should not be together. And would, like, fixate on them until either they said something so mean to him that he was like, I give up. I hate them forever. Or that he met another girl that was now more perfect than this last girl. Right. And he had this girl that he was, like, really, really fixated on. Yeah. And he kept, you know, like, trying to ask her out and be real poor creepy girl. and all this stuff. Yeah, this poor girl. Until so finally she said, not you, not ever. And I guess that was the thing that, like, finally he was, like, so crushed by that. that he was right. like, I'll move on. But he used to talk all the time about, like, it was just such a mean thing to say, like, you know Yeah, well, That's why I have berserking. all these Yeah, that's why I have all these problems which was oh, absolutely God hard. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, yeah. Like Not you, not, not you, not ever. Sometimes if you will not leave people alone, they have to say something really mean to you. Truthfully. Yeah. And like in the wise words of like the ladies at My Favorite Murder, doesn't matter if you fucking like, you are so mean to someone if they are making you uncomfortable. Yes, do absolutely. Do whatever you can be, as crazy as you want, as mean yes. as you want, if someone's making you uncomfortable to get out of that situation, do whatever you have to do. 100% yes. We, no. Social politeness is so dumb. Yeah, do not be nice to creepy people. No, absolutely not. Yeah. And he was absolutely like that. Like, I don't yeah. think he would've, he was never like, I'm gonna hurt you type of person. It was just like, he would always feel really uncomfortable because he would just go too far. Like, he would say things that were really yeah. weird, or he would like, you know kind of follow not like follow you around but like you know he'd always want to go somewhere with you and you're like i don't want you to be here with me yeah, yeah he would yeah. say like really sexually explicit things and you're like ew yeah just don't yeah. say that crossing lines and like knowingly crossing lines yeah it's like he knew and he just didn't care yeah exactly yeah but yeah yeah not you not ever that's like my nah i think that's really funny i think it's so funny you gotta pull out the not you not ever not even, on your mom. Not ever. you have friends that's so cute <laughs> That's what a kid and I was babysitting said to me once. <laughs> oh my god. You should tell your mom, though, like, that's a boundary. Like, we're not ever going to talk about me moving here again. Yeah, you're because right. Because it's inappropriate. We're ending this episode on a real downer. That was here. a really downer. That was <clears> a downer. Okay. Yeah. Before we finish, okay. How long are you going to stay when you go to Florida to visit your family? I'll stay a week, max. I think a week would be good because, um, I think it would be nice to have some time to, like, like I said, like, relax and sort of, like, have someone else to, like, be there and sort of, like, take care of me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, not take care of me, take care of me. I'm not, like, you know. No, I get it. It's like, well, you know, mom's cooking or whatever. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah, Go, yeah, 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 exactly. You're staying in someone else's house. so You don't have to worry about, you know, cleaning exactly. up everything or whatever. That kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it will be nice to have that for a little bit, Um, but I don't want to stay longer than a week. That's fair. Right. You should you need to enter with like pre established boundaries too. Of like we're not gonna talk about gay people, mom. Okay, yeah, okay. That's you got you guys gotta stop talking about that. I know, man. Such a touchy subject. It really is. There is let's normalize the fact that there's nothing wrong with just looking at someone and being like, We're not talking about that. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. And just walking away. The end. Yeah. Alright. Well, cool. well, yeah. Thanks guys. And we're sorry. <laughs> Especially then
1: we're real sorry about this one. <laughs>